Hey, I'm Stevie. What's up? I'm Monty J. And you're listening to the Bookshelf Boyfriends Podcast. Where we take a deep dive with your favorite contemporary romance authors. Asking them questions about everything from their writing process to their reading habits, plus so much more. Join us as we help you find your next Bookshelf Boyfriend. anniversary to the bookshelf boyfriends podcast 365 days of bookshelf boyfriends 365 days of total and utter chaos in this bitch we're on day nine we're on day nine um we're we're halfway there You have got to stop doing that to me because I can, I physically, it is impossible for me for like, you know, like there, you know, like the people, it's physically impossible for me to not sing songs when somebody starts them. Like I'll be like in Walmart and I saw this meme on Facebook and it was like, if I say the words, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson, and you don't go, Ooh, then we can't be friends. And I was like, that's me because anytime that my husband is like, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. And I'm like, Ooh, I am for real. Like I, I get into it. I get into it. So you gotta stop doing that to me. Anyways, we have a giveaway going on today. What is it? Reverse harem. Ooh, you know it. You know it, bro. We got one of um MJ's favorite people in this giveaway too. Mm-hmm. Our good friend Penelope Black. Yes, I love her. Oh, We're giving away a book of wolf. Oh my god! And I'm gonna tell y'all right now. If y'all have not read that, mm, Jeff kisses. It's so good. So freaking good. Have to go read it. And our guests today are also on this giveaway because they have written a reverse harem. Yes, they have. And they're phenomenal. And I am super excited to chat with them. And um, shocker, guys, you will learn in this episode that I have actually read a reverse harem. She has. You know, shockingly. Also, I'm not going to read the intro for these two. Two separate, <laughs> two separate people. And I'm not reading two fucking intros. So, I'm just going to do a little, like... Improv. Is there, anything, is there anything else that you need to tell anybody? Um, let's see. Uh, we have the reverse harem giveaway today. Oh, the, the Indie Live handle is still on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Which you should definitely go watch it. Hashtag TikTok Daddy. Oh my god! Just use it everywhere. You'll understand if you watch it. I don't. (laughs) Um, we have one, two. We have about five episodes left. Yep. And we're getting down to the nitty gritty. Super excited about it. Um, the last episode, guys, uh, is a big deal. It is a big deal. It was a, it, it's a full circle moment for MJ and I. It is. It's very exciting. Meanwhile, MJ's playing with go with different filters. Well, I wanted, I wanted a filter. I um, will say, okay, so I will say this because I was talking, as most already know, I PA for multiple authors and one of the authors I PA for um, is just now starting the podcast and she said that she had a two hour drive to and from work and I said you know what makes that really funny is that MJ's been trying to be up all up in, in bitches cars trying to listen to the podcast 
I'm trying to be up all in your SUVs while you're coming home from work or coming home from dropping the kids off at school because I'm gonna tell you right now don't listen to it on the way to school because ain't no children need to be hearing my mouth but I'm trying to be all up in y'all's cars on road trips on I mean I'm trying to I'm trying to be there like put me put me on when we had a party or something I'll play some jam I'll be like it's getting hot in here so hot like I'll get it I don't even care but um you guys can't trust us anymore it's 365 days and we're just not we're still a hot mess we're trying to keep it spicy that's it but um we are is that everything yep all right so let's get on over and we're going to be chatting today with sarah kate and rachel lee super excited let's go talk to them about all this reverse harem goodness Thank you so much for joining us on our anniversary, Rachel Lee and Sarah Kate. Welcome to the Bookshelf Boyfriends podcast. Welcome. Thank Hi. you. Thank you. Happy um, to be here. Yes, we are super excited to have you guys. We're super excited to chat. Um, I just love, I just love chatting with new authors. It's just like the, it's like the funnest part of my day. I, I like talking to people. And I think this podcast has really just helped my anxiety with like quarantine and shit like that. Because we started this podcast in like the middle of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I think it was because I had like cabin fever. I was like, I need to speak to people. <laughs> like, it's driving me crazy. So I just, I just love talking to authors. But we're going to jump right in with questions for you guys. I'm going to take the first one. And then me and Steve are just going to kind of pinball back and forth with these since we've both read them. Um, so we're going to start with four. And this is a reverse harem with you know all of i mean you threw out you threw in all of the all of (laughs) this one okay so what was your initial inspiration for wanting to not only write a reverse harem but co-write it as well so we we actually um we saw this cover some uh, a designer was selling it um like a pre-made cover and Mm -hmm. so it was really as simple as like me messaging her and being like, oh my gosh, did you see this cover? Do you want to write a reverse harem with me? And she was like, yep. And then we bought it. And then from there, just, we just went from there. It was that simple. Yeah, I so love how much based on the cover. I love how organic that is. I love yeah. how it was just like, and mind you, let me tell you something right now. That cover is gorgeous. Yeah. It, that's, uh, we snatched it right up. I know. I was like, and I was, I didn't even know it was a pre-made. Yeah. No, that's perfect. It's perfect for the book too. I would have been like, yeah, I'd have bought it too, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'd have bought it too, because I mean they are fine as hell. All right, yeah, so it was pretty book. perfect for our story. So it was. Okay, so Iris's dad is murdered in this book and she's seeking revenge. So what was there any character that was harder to write than another one? Um, well, we sort of she kind of Sarah kind of took the um the older guy Silas and I was more attached to um Gabriel Mm -hmm. so I think me too I think for me it was probably more Silas was a little harder for me to write um I think Sarah was more attached to him and I was more attached to Gabriel so and then Baron was just kind of in the middle that we yeah yeah I mean I write mostly age gap and um Rachel writes mostly you know bully um you know high school age yeah Yeah. so 
for us, this was a lot of fun because we could just come together and bring our two, you know, strengths. And, and, and then of course we just had Baron who was sort of in the middle and a mystery to us, even as we started writing it, mm-hmm. yeah. we didn't quite know what was going to happen with him. So, um, yeah, Gabriel was harder for me to write for sure. And Silas was harder for her. <laughs> I, I love how like, so, so this, I, I just thought of this question, so it's not on here, but I'm going to ask it. <laughs> Um, so how did you guys break up that writing for like a reverse harem for like this book particularly like did like you only take like all like how did you guys do that so it's all one perspective it's all iris's perspective um so a lot of co-writers will will take perspectives like i'll write all of his parts you whatever um but because we did it all as iris um it did make it a little bit more challenging we um we started writing each chapter, you know, I'll do this one, you do that one. And then as our schedules got busy, it kind of became like, I'm just going to write for a while. And then, okay, I'm done. Now you write for a while. And, and uh, it was, it was actually kind of fun that way. So. Yeah. I love that you guys just like know when like the, each other, like we're like to pick off or whatever. See, mm-hmm. I couldn't do that. I'm a control freak. I'd be like, listen, you write this many words and I got to write this many words. <laughs> Because I, I, I tell people all the time, I'm like, I admire people who co-write so much because I think I have like an A type and it's not that I like, don't like other people and wouldn't love to like mesh creative writing styles. It's just, I'm very like an A type personality, you know, like I have to be in control of where Try being her PA. <laughs> and I don't, and I don't like to feel like out of control of a situation, you know? So it's like, if somebody throws me a curveball, like I get the manuscript back, then there's like something like we, you know, is like in there. It's like, wait, wait, okay, now wait, wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, I'm feeling out of control of the situation. So I like admire anybody that can co-write, like congratulations to you guys. And you guys do it so yeah. well, you do it so well. Could not tell, could not tell which, which one of you were, was writing which. I thought it flowed so well. And that's like my biggest pet peeve with co-writing is if I feel like it, like it feels choppy, like I feel like where one author stopped and like the other one picked up. You guys, it flowed so perfectly. And that's like what I loved about it. All right, Stevie, take the next question, ma'am. Okay, well, you kind of both answered a little bit of this because of the whole Gabriel and Silas thing, but- Oh, I meant like the one after that because I already knew that. (laughs) Okay, well, then I'm skipping that question apparently. Because they already asked, they already answered it like within itself. And I was like, well, I don't want to ask it again. We're a hot mess express. Ignore us. <laughs> um, okay. So obviously we talked about this beforehand. I am not a reverse harem reader. It is an ongoing joke for a lot of our listeners. <laughs> um, but I did read this one. So MJ's very happy and proud of me. Yes. Um, I think the one thing I liked about this book is that it wasn't, it, there was a plot to it. A really good plot. Yeah. So what was your favorite part about writing the story? Um, well, for me, um, it was when Iris got her revenge. I That was a big part of the story for me that I enjoyed because um, I I really like the, the action and the suspenseful part of it. Um, might be a little different for Sarah. <laughs> so I got to write the group scene and that was... It was fun. Yeah, we love it. We love it. I always love it when like the group, um, I'm going to say sex because this is an adult podcast and I don't even care. So the group, you know, like sexual encounter, 
Um, I always like reading those and I like sit there for a second. Like I'll read a few lines, like a few paragraphs and I'll sit there for a second. And I'll be like, all right, so this one's here. And, and, <laughs> yeah. and like, I'm trying to like visualize it in my head. So I always like it when it's like, I can see it in my yeah. head. Like, when I say I had to like write a diagram, like Rachel and I sometimes would um, do like stick figure drawings. Yep. <laughs> like, okay, wait, help me out. So he's here. And then this is here. And you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. hands, legs, feet. I mean, and that one was on a dinner table. So it was like, especially hard. I'm like, you know, how much can a dinner table hold? Well, I'm assuming, you know, they're pretty wealthy. It's gotta be a really <laughs> like a stone. It was a pretty table. heavy duty table. Oh, yeah. You just imagine just being fly on the wall. Like, just imagine, like, being a maid, like, walking in and, like, you know, like, <laughs> in the house or something. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's definitely in. a thought. We thought about like, that. rendezvous. I'd probably just sit and watch. I'd be like, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me. But, yeah, I think that was another element that you guys did really well was that this story had a a plot to it. Like, it wasn't just – I know that a lot of people read reverse harem or write reverse harem for the sexual component only. And don't get me wrong. I like to pick them up every once in a while, too. I just like to read about a woman who just gets ravaged by, like, five men. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love it. <laughs> but every once in a while, I want to, like, I feel like reverse harem gets tagged as, like, sexual only. And I try to explain to people that, and I and I have converted. I have converted so many people. I'm, like, I'm like a, the opposite of a priest. I've, like, converted, like, so many people to, like, reverse harems because I'm, like, no, 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 but there's, like, plot to it. Like, that's what makes it so good is, like, it's not just, like, about the sex. Like, there's an actual story here. And I think you guys did that so well. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Being able to do that with all them characters, my head would have exploded. <laughs> yeah, so and to, be, to be honest, um, I had never even read Reverse Harem before writing this, and I still, okay. I still have only oh. read a couple. <laughs> Before she's counting herself. <laughs> Have you read? I recommend this. I recommend this reverse harem to everybody, like beginner people who like reverse harem or people who are like in the thick of loving it. It's one of. It's such a phenomenal series. It's called Here Lies by C.L. Matthews. Yeah. Okay. Let me write that down. There's Sorry. like there's three books out so far, and the fourth one comes out soon. It's like Here Lies a Corpse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Lies is saying, and then here loves a sociopath. But um, I like it a lot because each book has it, a different boy's POV. Like it's the same group, right? But like in the first book, you have the girl and one guy, and in the second book, it's a different man's point POV, and so forth and so on. Okay. And so, but it follows the same storyline of like a murder mystery. It's so it's so fucking good. It's like one of my favorites. I love it. So good. Mm -hmm. I love so if four was the fact that stevie let me have this question is just insane to me because it's like her favorite question but if four <laughs> was turned into a movie or a tv show i think it would make a phenomenal tv show <laughs> who would you cast in the roles of iris silas barn and gabriel so we had to like ask our groups because we never really thought about this um mm -hmm. and they had some really good answers but um rachel came up with iris Yep, okay. Lily Lily Collins. Oh, oh, I love her. I love her. <laughs> that's a good one. I think she'd be the perfect Iris. For sure. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, everybody says either um, David Gandy, which I don't even know if he's an actor. I think he's just a model, but he's hot. He's so hot. And, or um, the guy who plays Lucifer uh, for Silas. Oh my God. 
the love of my life. <laughs> I don't remember his name. Tom something. Tom Ellis. Tom Ellis. Yeah. He's the love of my life. Okay. <laughs> Either one have total like Silas vibes. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And then um, Baron, um, I can't remember the, somebody Theo told James. me the guy's name, but it's the guy from four and four and divergent. Theo James. I love Theo James. Yes, that's it. Theo yeah. James. I think that Silas would be great as Thomas. I think, I think he would do great at Lucifer would do great as Silas. <laughs> yeah. And the only reason I say that is because the only person that I see David Gandy as, like when I look at him, like he, I'm not like immediately attracted to him. Right. But I don't know if you guys have ever read J.R. Ward's uh, Black Dagger Brotherhood series. Oh, that was my gateway drug. Oh my God. Sarah, we besties, girl. <laughs> the only person I can see David Gandy as is Vicious. Like, that's it. He's the only guy I see. And like, anytime everybody, anybody's like, oh, David Gandy looks like, you know, a different character. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, he looks like this man. <laughs> so yeah. that's like in my head. But no, I love this cast. And I, I love how you guys, we had an answer for every single character because usually we can't even get an author to answer for like two people. <laughs> so like, I had no idea. So then like me and Stevie got to like come up with like on the spot, like actors. Like who we think who would fit in those roles. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. Yeah. So I remember who you had for Gabriel, Rachel. Yep. Um, what was his name? Um, Jake Bass. Jake oh, Bass. I'm looking him up. I just kind of did a little a little search and he looked like a, a good Gabriel. He does look so much like him. Jake Bass, is that what you said? Yep. Okay. Is he a model or an actor? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I would marry him. Like that's what I model. picture as Gabriel. <laughs> yeah. I like that neck tattoo. This is nice. He's hot. <laughs> I like his neck tattoo. It's very Gabriel, yeah. Yep. So pretty. Okay. All right. Sorry, moving forward. Had like a moment. <laughs> We call him our cute little psycho. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, you guys are gonna get stickers for that. <laughs> That's a good like, idea. Make like, make like stickers and like put. Oh my god, I'd buy them in a heartbeat. I'm a sucker for some merch. And and <laughs> the virgin, which is rare. Virgin, oh my god, see what I'm saying? You should make stickers for all of them. I buy every one of them. I'm a sucker. You should see I'm at the back of my computer is like littered with like stickers <laughs> from like author merch. I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed. I spend like way too much money on it. <laughs> it gets to the point where I'm on Facebook Marketplace and I'll see the sticker websites and there'll be certain stickers and I'll send them to her and she goes, Oh, I need that one now. Yeah, like immediately buy it. She was like, send me the link so I can go purchase it. <laughs> all you right. Like so, merch, so it's good. Oh, I know. Merch is so much. I have it all hanging on the side of my bookshelf. Like I put them all on the side of my bookshelf. Yeah. I love it. I display them. <laughs> So any plans for another co-write in the future? Yes. yes. But yes. it's a secret. <laughs> There's something in the works. Okay, can I ask, is it another reverse harem? <clears throat> oh, they ain't going to tell us. <laughs> I'll let Sarah answer because I don't want to say the wrong thing. I guess we could I put my that. foot in my yeah. mouth. Sure. Okay, yeah, so you can, yeah. Say, oh, you can yeah. say that it is another in fact I think Rachel and I have sort of decided that like we will write all the reverse harems together and just because we just have fun doing it it works really yeah. well for co-write and um I mean obviously it's you know doing well people really seem to like it so it's like why stop 
Find me up. Like, Loki, wish I wasn't an author. So I just like, I'll be a part of the blogger team. I don't care. <laughs> um, so what is you, what is next for you two as individual authors in 2021 slash the beginning of 2022? You want to go first, Sarah? Sure. Um, so I have one more um, solo release coming up this year that hasn't quite been announced yet. So it's a bit of a surprise. You know um, secrets. I know. I'm, oh, I like secrets. I can't. Full of them. Um, <laughs> she has more patience than I do. <laughs> oh, I do. Yeah. She has no patience. <laughs> Shame. Um, uh, Rachel and I are both in an anthology that's coming out in early 2022 called Bully God. Um, I saw that. And yeah, when I tell you, I've never really, really so fast in my life. Yeah, that cover is like on fire. It's oh so yeah, fun. and then you all posted that little teaser. Everybody posted it. I was like, "What's going on, ladies?" <laughs> I was like, "Explain." So, yeah, we we're really excited about that. Yeah, and that's about it. I've got a lot of MM coming out next year, so I'm really excited to sort of take that that turn and write some MM because I've always wanted to. So um, this yeah. is just the year for MJ, I think, honestly. <laughs> I honestly just believe this is just like where everybody is writing exactly what I want <laughs> thank you everybody appreciate that yeah go ahead Rachel okay so I have um I have an anthology the brutal boys on devil's night um I'm part of that that's coming on October 1st so my book devil air is in there and I arcs just went out for that today so I've been nervous um and then I have a release in November. It's the first book in a duet, um, the Fallen Kingdom du duet. It's called, the first book is His Hollow Heart. And that's a dark romance. And then the Bully God Anthology. Yeah. Early next year. So that's that's what I have for the rest of this year. Oh my God. It's just everything that I just love. It's just, I'm just ready. I'm ready for it all. <laughs> um. And like, uh, and like the thing that is stressing me out, right, is that you guys post this teaser about this Bully God anthology and you like tell us like everybody who's going to be in it and you barely give us breadcrumbs, people. Just <laughs> you barely give us breadcrumbs. And it's like, tell me, tell me. <laughs> that's literally, that's literally how I feel when I saw that. So we are going to move to writing questions um, and you guys can pick which one goes first or you can let us pick. It doesn't matter. Um, when did you guys first realize that you wanted to be writers slash authors? Go ahead, Sarah? Rachel. Go, Rachel. Okay. Um, well, I started writing when I was young. When I was like 13, I used to write like short stories, poems. I was really into poems. Um, and it was, I never really, you know, it was just for fun. It was just something I enjoyed. Um, then as I got older, I stopped once I started a family. And then I was reading a series um, a couple of years ago and it ended and I'm like, oh man, what do I do now? And I was like, I'll just write my own book. So I sat down and I just started writing with no, I had no plans to publish it, but then, then people encouraged me. They're like, oh, just publish it. So I did. And, and here I am. I love that. I love how like most of like author stories, like on here, like usually it's like, oh yeah, I've always liked to write. And then it's just like, yeah, I just wrote a book, you know, because it just felt like writing a book and I never thought it would go anywhere. And then here they are, 50 books later, just chilling. Like, <laughs> well, apparently it went somewhere, ladies. <laughs> what about you, Sarah? 
Um, I always wanted to be uh, some sort of storyteller. I actually almost went to film school. I almost got into film um, okay. after high school. Um, but like Rachel, I got married. I started a family. And then I, like we were talking about earlier, it was the Black Dagger Brotherhood. I started that series. Like I remember back in the day when, like before eBooks, like, cause well, that's kind of how old I am. Yeah. <laughs> but when I was reading those books, um, I would have to like call Barnes and Noble and be like, do you have book four? I need book four. And like driving <laughs> halfway across town to get it, you know, or to another town, whatever. Like, yeah. And I got so hooked on romance from that series. And I don't write paranormal romance, which is what that is, but it was such a, like a gateway for me. And, you know, I actually used to write other kinds of romance and it <laughs> took me a while to get to this, but, um, yeah, like once I just started, I couldn't stop. What's it right now? The Black Dagger Brotherhood. Like, okay, so obviously Dark Lover was like released in like 2005. Okay, so like it was way before Twilight was a thing. <clears throat> okay, and I had been on Wattpad for a few years, which I should not have been at the age I was at. You know, whatever Wattpad's just like <laughs> fan fiction smut. But I had found this fan fiction about like the Black Dagger Brotherhood, and I was like, "Is this a legit? Like, what is this?" So I like looked it up, binge read the whole series, right? And like it was like before like Twilight had came out, and so then when Twilight came out, I was like, "Oh, more vampire people!" You know, and then I was like, not expect. I was like, oh, these are glittery vampires. So I was like, this is what not what I was expecting. <laughs> I was like, let me tell you something right now. You come, you come from reading J.R. Ward to, and I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Twilight. <laughs> I literally just binge read, the, like binged the whole TV movie series on Netflix. But like when you go from reading like J.R. Ward to like you know Twilight, it's a little bit of a little bit of a temperature shift. Like, I remember <laughs> the first like spicy scene in Dark Lover. I like I remember it was like page 38 and I was like, "Oh dang, it's like it's only on page 38." Like Regressive. that for me was like huge. I was like, "Okay." And he's blind. And let's just talk about how the fact that Wrath is just blind and I just thought it was the hottest thing in the whole world. I was like, yeah. "Where is my blind vampire man?" <laughs> <laughs> And, like, I thought that it was so iconic, like, how the females, like, go into heat. Like, spoiler <laughs> alert, if you've never read it. Females go into heat, like, you know, like, whatever. And, like, men, have like, flock to them. I was like, bro, I was like, this is the best book I have ever read in my entire life. Okay, I think I, I can read this. I'm oh telling God, you, because I love vampires, and I've never read that. So. Are you joking me? Are you joking me? No, I'm serious. Suspense too. Like you would love it. Let me write this down too. What was it? J.R. Ward. J.R. Ward. And then start with Dark Lover, and then just move forward. I will say, for me personally, I only like books one through six. I've read the whole series, but I just prefer like book like books one through six are just my favorites. They're iconic. I love them. I will tell you that you get to vicious story, and you're gonna cry your eyes out. But that's all I need. Oh gosh. No, you know that was like also my gateway into MM because I remember when Lover Lover at Last came out. And that was so huge. Yeah, Quinn and Blay, like that was my first MM book and I was done. I was like, okay, this is it. It was like, this is the hardest thing ever. And they're vampires. And it's just like, oh God. I was like, I didn't have a blood kink until this moment right now. (laughs) I feel like I do, do, but you know, it's fine. Anyways, so are you guys plotters, pantsers, or somewhere in between with the fancy word we like to call planters, which I am now noticing sounds like planters wart, which is just weird to me, <laughs> but planter. <laughs> this is a funny question for us because she, Rachel is a total pantser. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. I am like a hardcore plotter. Like I'm talking color-coded plotting. Well, I am sweet. a hardcore plotter. So us writing a book together started out a little funny because like, I was like, okay, chapter one and then <laughs> chapter two. And she was like, no, no. Wait, I was like, wait, I can't do this. I can't, I can't. do this. I'd say together we're a planter. Like we have notes and ideas. Like we know where it's going. Um, but there were definitely parts of four where I was like, okay, Rachel, I don't know what's happening. Here you go. Like, yeah. Um, Cause I don't, you know, so it was fun. See, she, just, knew, she just went with it. Like, okay. Like I got to know where we're going. I admire the fuck out of pantsers. I really do. I wish I could let, tell my brain to just, you know, lessen the strap control a little bit. And the shitty thing is, is like, I'll outline a whole book, like 50 chapters. Right. And I won't, I'll rewrite half the outline when I get halfway yeah. in the book. And it's just like, I don't even use it. And then I read the shit that I was going to put in it. And I'm like, how did I ever think that I could make a whole chapter out of that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It feels a little bit to me like, like falling down a hill without brakes. Like yeah. when you, when you pants, like you don't know where it's going. <laughs> like, I don't like, like that you feeling. Write yourself into a corner, like, or, you know, it scares me. I just need to know where the story is going. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like going down here without brakes. I mean, I have y'all ever like barely like shifted the handlebars a little bit. Like, but it's more up. fun that way. I was going to say more like <laughs> Rachel's more like, let's go. Yeah. Come Rachel, on. Hold on tight. So much on so many levels. Y'all don't even know. <laughs> like super funny because I am an adrenaline junkie in like everyday life right like skydiving snowboarding skateboarding like I love to like test limits like that but it's like I come in and I'm on the computer and I'm like no I don't want to I don't want to do that I'm scared I don't want to do that yeah Um, if I I outline or try to plot then I don't know I get like writer's block I'm like but I don't know. It just doesn't work for me like that. But if I just kind of let the characters take over and it just comes to me as I'm going and I have like ideas of things that'll happen throughout, but I just, I just don't go chapter by chapter. I mean, Hey, yeah, it obviously works well for you. Like, you know, keep doing it, bro. I mean, it works. Yeah. (laughs) So do you guys have any interesting writing quirks? Like when you, you know, sit down to write do you have to like put on a special pair of socks or like have like a special tea or some something like that I have hiccups my god I um I've always got a blanket on me if that counts (gasps) I have the (laughs) same damn blanket and my do you yes I swear to god I have the same blanket same color and everything (laughs) I've always got my heater on because I'm always cold um and I actually it's like there's light in here right now, but I write with the lights off and my string lights all on. It, I don't know. It just sets the mood for me. Same. If it's light, then it makes me want to write happiness. And um, my books are a little, they're not always happy. <laughs> no, I have no quirks. I'm pretty you just basic. come in, you just sit down and you just write, bro. You're yeah. just, yeah. I can't do that. I would, I would, I cannot, I have to have a routine. I have to have like some type of weird thing. I have these blackout curtains, which is probably the best purchase that I've ever had in my whole life. Cause I've got this big ass window in my office. And it's just like, they just knew that I wrote dark romance. They were like, let me just put this big ass window in this lady's <laughs> house that she doesn't even like, she doesn't like the sun at all, but whatever. Um, so what, okay. This is my favorite question for writing questions. Like ever. Okay. What is the weirdest thing that you've had to Google for a book? <laughs> um, how 
I've had to Google, well, we kind of did this together, but it was, I think, I don't know if it was me that looked it up, but how, how long it takes for a body to decompose. Oh yeah. Yummy. Oh. I just took a bite of <laughs> I want to say, Rachel, I feel like you, you looked that up for like heathen or, or. Oh, okay. Yeah. It might not have been for four. Yeah. I remember looking that up and I was like, girl, you better clear your search history. (laughs) Oh no, you're already on the FBI watch list. They already know. Yeah. (laughs) They know. For four, um, I had to literally look up, um, torture, ways to torture people yeah <laughs> I mean it worked because I feel like if you you know read for Iris she had to google it so I was oh, like yeah definitely what would she have found if she googled it um and so there were like some medieval techniques that I wrote in there um blowtorch <laughs> yeah the blowtorch on the feet <laughs> um <laughs> and uh I had to google I had to so for the dinner table scene yeah tell this come on <laughs> I'm so excited. Born, you this, definitely this have. Is an adult. This is an adult, right? Podcast. Oh, okay. yeah. I, I cuss like a, you have no idea. So for the dinner table, hang on. My dog's losing his mind. Okay. So for the dinner table scene, um, we needed a substance, right? Because because she was. <laughs> she needed lube. Right? <laughs> so I'm like, what? She needs to be properly lubricated <laughs> exactly people get very angry when there is not proper lubrication in a yeah. so I said well I have to have something and okay. I'm like what's on a dinner table that we could use yeah. like like olive oils and that's not on a dinner table like I'm like can we use butter <laughs> <laughs> so Rachel had to google it like <laughs> and she was like, well, you can, but her ass is going to be rancid the next day. Oh, dude, yeast infection for like days. Yep. I mean, yep. I mean. That's kind of what it said. It did, that's exactly what you told me. And I was like, well. <laughs> but <laughs> didn't we go with it anyways? Then eventually we changed it. We did change it. We did. I was like, I can't. Like, all I could picture was a corn on the cob. And I was like, I can't. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. the corn in the butter. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I would have died. No. So I don't even remember what she, like, did, I don't remember. Did Silas end up bringing up some oil or something? I don't remember, but there was. I literally tell all, okay, so we have an author, and I'm not going to say her name. Well, I mean, I'm just, I don't think it matters to be public to talk about it, but we have, like, an author group or whatever and like we have this author in in the group or whatever and like I am very open like I think it was Kristen who was like I'm stuck on a sex scene and I was like watch porn I was like not for like sexual pleasure but like go watch porn like you can literally type in the position that you want your characters to be in and I I swear to god they'll have 9,000 videos pop up on Pornhub (laughs) And I, and she was like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah, I was like, I literally watch porn to practice writing sex scenes, not because I haven't had sex, but because I like to like use different words. And like, I pull up, I literally, my husband thinks I'm fucking crazy, but I'll like <laughs> pull up Pornhub and I'll just pull up like a random video or something. And I'll just put my notes and I'll just like have the screen and I'll just like write what's happening. Just write there what's you happening. Go. Yeah. That's, and it's like, that works. and I won't use it for like a particular scene. I just use it to like practice, like verbiage because I mean you can only there are only so many ways you can say he had a big dick okay like there's only so many ways you can say that but I just felt I don't know I just do it for practice right and Kat 
is like she is just now getting to the point where she's writing like very steamy sex scenes and she was like oh my god like I wrote the steamiest set like and up to this point she had never even said the word dick in a book before <laughs> and I was like bro I was like don't real fast I was like just go watch porn cat and she's like I can't do that and I'm like yes you can yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. We would share like gifts. We would find, you know, I'd be like, hey, so what position? And I even like writing that scene, I was like, wait, if he's here and then he's here, like, yeah. what, you know, we're, you know, so we, what she would send like? me gifts and I would. <laughs> Tumblr. Tumblr's the best place in the world to find sex gifts, I'm telling yeah. you. So that we totally would, would do that and, you know, yes, hey, it's free resource you got exactly 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 but yeah like no like when I die somebody better destroy my hard drive like that's (laughs) nobody needs to see that at all but uh, I'm gonna let Stevie go ahead and take reading questions so go ahead Stevie and take it away with that pal okay so this can be either one of yours or any book that you read what (laughs) book has your favorite cover Sarah you go because I don't know um so I am like pretty obsessed with the covers in Rachel's uh Redwood Rebel series um because they are super hot (laughs) I love I love covers with like man chests and hot dudes on them like man chests (laughs) and um my favorite cover of mine is definitely Free Fall um which has like the world's freaking hottest man chest on it and uh so yeah i'm can't go wrong with the man chest i'm a big fan i'm gonna tell you right now reaper in your redwood rebel series Mm -hmm. the things that i would illegally do to that man on the cover i'm not even joking you he is so behind her too he's right there he is so I probably shouldn't publicly admit this, but I have stalked his TikTok a little bit too much. Yeah, he's on TikTok. (laughs) And I saw, okay, so like I was scrolling the other day through TikTok and obviously I'm all over book talk, like white on rice. And her dad's all over book talk right now too. Oh my God. Is he? No. (laughs) Is he following you? (laughs) No, my dad is a disaster. That's a whole different story for another time. Um, but I was like scrolling through book talk or whatever, like TikTok, and like I saw a guy and I was like, damn, he looks familiar. And I like went to his profile and I was like, God, he looks so fucking familiar. And I went to his Instagram and he's a cover model for books or whatever. And I was like, oh, I know who he is. And then I had like saw on his TikTok where like a girl had commented and she was like, are you on the cover of said book? Like, is this the character that you play? And he was like, and he like did a TikTok of him like shirtless, like acting out the character. And I was like, <gasps> oh, I want to know who I was, like, I was like, why do you all not do this for us? Yeah, I wish, oh, I wish my cover models would do that. <laughs> I really need you to do this for me, please. Um, all right, CB, take the, go ahead with the next question. Okay, so what attracts you to a book? The cover, the blurb, a recommendation or the title? For me, um, it, the cover usually, but a lot of the books I read are kind of indie in the book community. So um, I see them shared um, by authors that I admire. So that's, you, I guess I'd say recommendations, but I'm definitely drawn by the cover. Then I read the blurb. If I like the cover, I'll read the blurb. Same. <laughs> and then if I like that, I'll read the book. 
but yeah, it's definitely between like recommendations. I, I like reading like, you know, whatever everybody's talking about or, you know, um, so I, yeah. you know, I'm the one who got sucked into uh, blue, blue aliens and minotaur milking. Like I want what everybody was talking about. Like I want it. I want, I want to know. So Ice planet barbarians. I fucking love those barb dick blue aliens so much so yeah and we're not jo- we're not joking when we say barbed okay no like, but as i would just i don't know like am i like enjoyable i don't know who knows i don't know this scares me a little bit to be honest with you. <laughs> I think it's a lot in the same vein though as like black dagger brotherhood like yes just... but in my head those look like two different extremities well <laughs> they are but i mean it's the same sort of like formula of storytelling as like and even has like the women in heat yeah. sort of vibe to it so right now the women thing is like my fave dude if you give me a series you're like yeah the women go in heat i'm like yes Yes." (laughs) (laughs) or like mates or faded mates or you know anything like lost his mind for her i i'm in i love it those are the best wattpad books ever used to read like werewolf books on wattpad and like faded mate it had the same trope over and over and over again but it's like i don't even care i love it it's so good i'll read these to the day i die Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right so this is your chance to pimp out your friends what who are some of your favorite authors to read okay um sarah <laughs> of course <laughs> um i love um books by ella fields is like one of my favorite i love her books i love her angst our um, Holmes and lucy smoke I love Penelope Douglas, Ashley Jade. I don't know if you can see it. Who? Girl's got her own little shelf right there. Oh, yeah, I know. I seen that as soon as we started. Yeah, Penelope Douglas. Um, Renee Harless. Those are some of my favorites. I like anything that has, like, a bad, broken boy, and I'm I'm all in. Or a bully. <laughs> Enemies to lovers. Right. Me too. Me too. I'm trying to think of like a recommendation I can give you that you probably haven't already read, but I'm assuming that we read the same thing. <laughs> I probably don't. Have, I probably don't have anything, honestly. All right. What about you, Sarah? Um, same. I love Penelope Douglas. Um, trying to think who else. Oh, uh, I read a lot of MM, so I love C.E. Ricky, um, Nyla Kay. Looking at my shelf, I just got into Katie Robert which is an MM random, but like, I just totally fell into a Katie Robert hole. So I'm reading. Have you read Ella Frank's? Ella Frank? Not yet. Oh yes. Oh yes. 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 MM. Of course. Oh my God. I was about to be like, oh my God. You gotta go read her. Yes. Um, so I'm, uh, oh, AM Johnson. Yeah. She's one of my favorites. I love her. So yeah. And of course, Rachel. Rachel got me into bully romance, honestly. <laughs> I love bully romance. I, it, it's like shamefully, I love it. But at the same time, it's like, I don't even care. I don't care. I love it. Can't yeah. say that. Toxic red flags, give it to me. It's, yeah, like in real life, like if a man, like red flags all over the place, right? Oh. Like immediately. But in a book, like I saw this post and I'm not going to say it out loud because everybody is going to judge me and I'm not going to do it because my best friend judged me when I told her about it. I might send you guys a screenshot after the podcast, <laughs> but I saw this thing on like a reader post discussion where it was basically like this guy who was answering a Reddit thread 
And uh, he, let's just say he got very descriptive with his answer. And like the women were like, oh my God, no, that's too far. I think I found my hard limit. And like low key, I was like, <laughs> like, I know that in real life I would be creeped out, but if uh-huh. I read this in a book and like there was a hot guy on the cover, I don't know if I would be like, that's gross. I think I would low key be like, it's kind of hot, but whatever. Yeah, yeah it's totally different when you're reading it. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm gonna send y'all the screenshot in the chat. (laughs) (laughs) The great thing about romance novels is it's just a safe place for readers to explore and and see what we like and not be judged for it. Test our limits. You know, so you can like what you like and get down with your bad self. I'm gonna read you guys what this is after this podcast is not live because I'm not saying out loud. I don't want people on the podcast to judge me. All right, Stevie, keep going. All right. So, do you prefer e-reader or physical copies? e-reader for me i used to always only read paperbacks but now like i don't ever i hardly ever read paperbacks anymore i collect them but i'm always on an e-reader on my phone yeah i i do i like e-readers but now that like notice that like barnes and noble is sort of picking up on on book talk and you know carrying um more indie authors um I've started like a little collection and so I kind of like reading the paperbacks now getting back getting back to it I probably haven't read a paperback in like five to six years you know so it's nice I love both I I, I, don't, I don't think I could ever pick just one because I, I think I honestly do both all the time mm-hmm. my paperbacks are only for display they're <laughs> only for display that's how mine are I read in bed a lot so I mean I know you could get those little lights for the book but it's just so much easier your phone's so convenient or your e-reader so good okay so what was your last five-star read Mm -hmm. what did i read books on shelf (laughs) (laughs) so i like i said just finished desperate measures by katie robert that was so good and i am reading an arc of um head above water by ce ricky and uh, everything she writes is just so so good the emotional turmoil oh i love it (laughs) here for it yeah um i read and this is one of the reverse harems that i read i haven't read much but um the by jay brie her first one oh hannaford prep yes Mm -hmm. i think that one was probably my last five star I can't remember. What's the first book in that series? Is it Hannaford Prep? I don't remember. Or isn't that the series? No, it's like, yeah, I can't remember. Hold yeah. up. If you wouldn't have just said it, I would have been able to tell you, but now you've like, <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> now I got y'all confused. <laughs> right up. You just it. Google it. Somebody just Google it. Just drop out. Okay. Yeah. Drop yeah. out. I was going to say, there's a just in his three words. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, Okay, 10 out of 10, I'm gonna have to add, well, I've already read, Jay, I've already read that series. It's very good. Um, And I'm gonna have to add the one you were talking about. You just have to repeat it because I didn't hear what you said. Like Hanford Crab? No, Sarah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which one, C. Ricky? C. Ricky, that's it, that's it. Yeah, she wrote uh, Follow the River and she's just like an MM queen. I'm here for it. All right, so we're moving on to the last portion of the podcast. Um, which has our favorite set of questions and that's trope questions. So what is your favorite trope to write and why? 
Okay. Enemies to lovers for me. Definitely. Oh, yeah. um, like throwing a little bit of bully with it. And some suspense. And yeah. Everybody knows that mine is age gap. It's it's, it's <laughs> my thing. It's my jam. It's my jelly. Yeah, that's what everybody like knows. Together. But like together, age gap bully romance. Yeah, like I've written some age gap that's just age gap, and I've written some age gap that's more taboo. And then I'm like, where else can I put age gap? I'm like, MM age gap and bully age gap, and I've got a reverse age gap coming out. And like, so now I'm just playing with this trope. Like, what else can I do with it? You know, so I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I prefer to write like the younger generation. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of, criticism for the high school bully romances but honestly that's just what I love to write and, and I keep telling myself I'm gonna I'm gonna move on to more college but then somehow I just keep coming back to to the <laughs> high school and but I love it and it's it's where my passion is I just I love the whole high school vibe and you know football games and you know, the unwanted yeah, sitting in class and, and the boys like staring at you, you know, just that that's what I like to write. So that's what I like to read. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, obviously, I know that there's a lot of like, I think bully romance gets a lot of like slack. But I think that the reason I like reading high school age now, listen, I don't like reading high school age fluff. Like, I don't know. No, no. <laughs> like, I have to read like high school age, like, dark romance okay right. like I want the boys to be like some rich ass dickhead who's mm -hmm, like exactly you know, whatever right but like I think that for me reading it like that like high school has a lot of angst like it's the mm -hmm. only place that you can really like you can give an excuse for like the back and forth and the tug and pull it's like because they're young they don't know what the fuck they're doing yeah exactly like, hormones are all over the freaking place what are you talking about yeah, they don't know better. And then, you know, one of the things that, you know, people cut down bully romance, but they forget that the book is about redeeming the person, you know, in the end of my, the, the guy is always redeemed. He shows growth and it's not condoning. It's not saying that bullying is okay, but yeah, it's, it's a real thing. But at the same time, my thing is with that when people are like, oh, like, you know, I feel like it condones bullying. It's like, first of all, that's why nobody under the age of 18 needs to be reading it. Right. Because they need to be able to differentiate between fiction and real life. And exactly. secondly, how is it that authors like Stephen King and like James Patterson can go out here and write books about like people getting slaughtered and like stabbed and like eaten alive, like, and not be like, oh, that's condoning murder, right? So, yeah. but it's like romance authors do it. And it's like, oh, we're, we're condoning this like negative behavior. It's like, yeah. no, we're not. No, we just not, like to fiction. look at it from a different <laughs> angle, okay? Yes. <laughs> so everybody just get over it. It's fine. I love redemption stories. The worse the guy, like the better the redemption. The, the redemption. It's so delicious. delicious. And it's like, listen, the book world is big enough for everybody, okay? If you don't like bully romance, I promise you, you're gonna find some type of lane out there that's just for you. Yep. Um. So, what is one trope that you will never write, and why? Um, I will never write, I will probably never write military, but only because I'm a military spouse. So that's just not, I want to, I want to escape reality. I don't want to. That was such a specific trope that I was like, I wonder why she wouldn't do that. I was like, oh, maybe her dad was in the military. And then he told me, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, makes sense. 
or like, you know, even pregnancy or something like, you know, single parent, I, it's just, I mean, I love it. Mad props to everybody out there who writes it, but like, I just, it's too close to home for me. I want to escape. I get it. I get it. Yeah. That's about, there's really not much that I wouldn't consider writing, but I'm not a fan of the single parent either, just because I'm or any or romance with a whole lot of kids in it. I love kids, <laughs> but I have kids, and like Sarah said, you I want to escape. People, yeah, I want to. <laughs> this is my escape, and I don't want a little toddler screaming at me in my book in my head all day because my characters live in my head. Yeah, my other kids are when my real kids are screaming at me. So yeah, but other than that, I don't think there's anything I wouldn't consider writing. See, Stevie's favorite trope is. Um secret baby slash like surprise baby right it's like her okay. favorite trope and i am the complete opposite so these are my type of people in this world right now and every, almost every single time listen and it's very rare that we get my type of people on here okay so i'm just gonna bask in the ambience of also not doing it's mainly because i do all the booking and you can't trust mj with the calendar so i had, I had two fuck-ups two okay two I'm so she'll, she'll purposely book somebody and then not either a tell me what time it is. I forget. I'm very a, not write it down. So now what I do is I just message her and I'm like, I would really love to have so and so on the podcast if you could try to get them because I'm not allowed to touch the calendar anymore. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> anyways, all right. And CB, I skipped you. So ask your question. <laughs> if you were in a book, what trope would you want for your story? Ooh. Reverse harem. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say. That's the first person that's ever given that answer. <laughs> Besides, that was like, she wants a whole harem of men. Me too. I already know my oh. harem. Five of them. I know who they are. Oh, totally. Like, yeah. Can I pick? I want like an age gap in there. I want like. Shit. Well, see, my I thing is, if they're already them. giving me a, my, my choice of trope, then I might as well be able to pick from the book boys that I like, right? So I have five. I already know who they are. <laughs> they might kill each other, but it's fine. I'll go with a billionaire romance. Hey, <laughs> somebody who's on my level. Oh my God, they both said ours. This is the first time they've been matching with authors. Look, no, everybody says money can't buy happiness, but it sure as hell help. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually it's a lot of books. It's actually super funny because Wrath is in my harem. I love him. He is just like, I love him with my whole soul, even though he's blind. And I feel like because he's blind and he's a vampire and he's the only vampire that I have in my harem, he's just going to be so unbothered with all of the human bullshit that I'm, I'm not even going to have to worry about him hurting anybody. And then <laughs> Penelope Douglas, uh, oh, Damon Torrent, is also... <laughs> Because we love him. We love him. And then Aaron Warren from the Shatter Me series. I cannot pronounce her his her her name, um, which is like phenomenal. And then Rowan Whitethorn from Sarah J. Mass's Throne of Glass series. And he would just whoop anybody's ass. So I'm not even afraid that he would even get into a fight with anybody. And Aaron and Damon would be best friends. And then um Daddy Zeus from Gianna Darling's Welcome to the Dark yeah, Side. That's a good one. Yeah. So I have, I'm all over the place, but I feel like they're so different and so similar that they would just not even talk to each other. So it's fine. <laughs> but as long as they can all come together for the group scene, right? Exactly. And I think that's all that matters. That's all that matters. They would be, I think they would all work very well together if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Anyways, um, that is our last question for you guys. Um, 
I'm going to let Stevie announce who the next episode is, and then we're going to tell you guys goodbye. Okay. I forget what day we're on. There's too many days. Anyway, it's Lucy's score. Super exciting. I'm so excited. I just talked to her. I love her. I love her books, and she's great. So um, thank you guys so much for joining us. You guys were fantastic. And uh, yeah, we hope to chat with you guys soon. Thanks Thanks so much for having us. This was fun.